From the home offices of Ash and Flow, this is Unbillable Hours, a podcast about professional services marketing. Stick around and listen to our insights, tips, and best practices to improve your firm's marketing and even your career. Let's see. So it's another episode. Yeah. Yeah, let's do another one. We had to skip last week's because I was traveling. Yeah. Actually meeting you. Actually meeting you, among other things, which was fun. Yeah. It was nice to hang out. Yeah. In sunny London. That was nice. Yeah, you Um, actually came when we had good weather. So well, I came in when you guys had a thunderstorm. That's where my plane had to circle for like 40 minutes. And then eventually it was quite an quite. That a- is true. You had delays landing and departing. Yeah. But weather was good while I was there. Good times. Also, some interesting meetings, which led, I think, to the topic of this mini-sode, right? Because I had a chance to speak to a few consultancies there. And of course, we talked about things like market segmentation, things like positioning. And lo and behold, you're in my favorite topic or one of our favorite topics, I should say, popped up time and again, which is getting more specific, right? Getting more specific about the market segments you serve and getting more specific about the, you know, how you actually serve them or your value proposition. And so I thought we'd make a mini thought about that, which by the way, I don't know, I'm starting to think, and I'm not saying this is my official opinion or my official definition, but I think that taking decisions on the two is how you get your positioning. Yeah. There's maybe I mean, a bit it, more this maybe a bit more to it as in where we sit with terms in terms of pricing and how we deliver, that also goes into it. But in its in its simplest, most trivial form, if you are in a certain category, we provide management consulting, we have yeah. average rates, the delivery model is pretty much what we would expect. The question of who do we help and how do we help them, if you can define those you you have like maybe 80 percent of the firm's positioning in hand yeah it just know. needs to be written down discussed and like fine-tuned really the problem is just that that they don't do that when you think about it yeah well they don't do that or they try it and then there's questions around and i get that and I've, there's a little bit of a realization that i had not, not entirely new but it's interesting for me just how much difference there's like we are in this all the time right as as marketers if we talk about positioning if we talk about specificity it's very clear but to people outside our domain it's not very clear it's a bit like the phrase quality right do do quality content yeah okay but what does it mean right uh, so the question was yeah how do you do specificity (laughs) how do you do specificity get into quality because i can have an entire thing due to one of my past careers but what i will tell here is that Part of this also comes up from the fact that I think we called this in early episodes where you need to get the different leads together and then yeah. interview, discuss, and then come up with the specific stuff. Because what usually happens is everyone goes with the message. Everyone has a rough idea of what their messaging is when you're going to sell. You go with that particular thing and you come up with like five different versions of the same thing. Yeah which have slightly different flavors, which make your specificity go. Yeah. And I think so, which is why I always like to give people frameworks before they have the discussion, right? Explain, Mm -hmm. so how do we get more specific? That saves me defining specificity. And I think, so used to have, or used to bring with me three, two things. One was this thing we just touched upon, which I think I've stolen from Blair Enns. I'm not sure, but he has this idea of, positioning by combining a, an expertise 
with a market. And we'll get back to that in a minute. So I always use that. And then I always brought David Baker. People have read his book, uh, The Business of Expertise. He has a graphic in it, which is essentially a downward facing slope, right? On the left-hand side, mm -hmm. it's very broad and open and narrow. And then it slides down into something very specific. And he cuts through that line with a vertical line roughly about the middle where he says, this is where most consulting firms stop with their attempts to get more specific, although yeah. they should get past that point and become really specific. So I showed those and that was kind of helpful. But then I saw a different framework by our friend Luke Smyers, and I'll put a link to it in the show notes. And that really brought it home and I had it with me in, in London because it really helps. He does a two by two, right? Yes, Four squares, yep. two axes, left side or lower side of the axis is generic, very far to the right or very far up is specific on both axes. And then one axis is the who we help and the other axis is how we help. And that is the tip, I think, for this minister to use this framework to get more specific because if you put combinations off, it's the same idea expertise in market, right? If you put yep. combinations of that in the lower left-hand quadrant, you might say something like, oh, we are providing analytics to anyone who needs analytics. Way too broad. You can push up on the left-hand side one square, be more specific about the who you help. And then it's maybe an industry vertical like, oh, we do analytics for banks, which that's maybe better, but still not right there. You could push out to the right lower right-hand side in the and the quadrant, and I'm realizing and asking a lot by people to follow the graphic without seeing it. But then you would say, oh, we do a subcategory of analytics. We actually do risk modeling, right? Or you combine the two. That's the higher up right-hand quadrant, which is where we want to be. And then we land on in this example, we do risk modeling for banks. And now we have maybe not a full positioning, but a very good beginning to one. So I don't know how easy to, that was to follow, Ash. <laughs> I think if we, I, I think we should just, yeah, I was just going to say, just put it in the show notes uh, so that people can take a look at it as give, we talk about you, it. Yeah. Give we, credit to Luke. There might be other frameworks out there, but people, I think, hopefully get the idea that you need to, that's one instrument of getting more specific. And I think it requires two kinds of analysis beforehand, which is you have to have an understanding of what profitable segments have the problem you're good at solving. Yeah, And then within that area of your expertise, what are some of the profitable subcategories of expertise, right? Obviously, mm -hmm. risk modeling is in demand. There might be other forms of analytics, which are not as much in demand. So not just blindly doing that as a discussion, but having either some analysis done or like you suggested, if you discuss with the people who actually run these businesses, they probably will have a feel mm -hmm. for it or they'll know from... I think you'll definitely have a feel and risk analysis is always going to be in vogue right now, especially given how everything is. It's not like risk goes away. It's right now it needs to be, you know, factored in quite a lot. Yeah. So that's all I have for today. We yeah, I think, recording we, here unless... I think this is a pretty good one for today. Excellent. So thanks a lot and have a nice rest of the week. week yeah thanks thanks for listening to unbillable hours if you want more tune in next week you know where to find us 